Hey guys, this is Diana Ballard and welcome to the Mom Training Podcast where we discuss the skills and strategies to create possibilities in motherhood and make it more fun, efficient, organized, and peaceful. You can find more information or connect with me online at dianaballard.com or at dianaballardlive on social media. Hello ladies, hope you guys are having an awesome day today. I am coming to you from my in-laws house. Actually, my husband gave me a microphone for our anniversary in May and so I can travel. I've um, been recording in a studio every uh, episode. But so this is new for me. I have two little kiddos napping and the other little one watching Swan Princess. <laughs> so we're going to try a couple new things with this because now with three kiddos, things are going to change and be a little bit different. So I thought that for this episode, I would share a little bit about my new baby and a little bit of my birth story. Now, if you don't like listening to birth stories, You should probably go back and listen to like an old episode and join us next week. (laughs) So I am going to tell you some of the nitty gritty just to, you know, share what really happened and uh, my experience and a couple things that I learned. And so we ended up having a little boy. We did not know what the gender was of this baby, which was a total surprise. (laughs) Um, We had decided that because we already had a boy and girl, we were just going to leave this to fate and just see... We had boy and girl clothes, and we just wanted to see what we were having. So we ended up having a little boy. We named him Rowan, and he is super cute. I just so chill and adorable. Perfect little third child. I'm so happy about it. Um, I am currently exhausted, as you can imagine, with a newborn and two other little kids, but we have been staying with family for the last three weeks, which I miss my husband more than anything that I can even tell you. (laughs) He is, he started a new job and is finishing his grad project. And so we have been away from him and getting a little bit more support while um, I'm recovering and getting used to having the third child and so that he can actually focus. And anyway, so that is why we are here. So to jump right into the birth story, I'm going to be concise, but I will try to hit the key points to share the birth story with you. So I have really long labors that start and stall. They, I mean, mean, it's just, it's a really long process for me to have the baby. So pregnancies usually go pretty good, but birth and labor takes a little bit of time. So I ended up having this baby Rowan on June 15th in the middle of the day and that Wednesday before I started contractions um, and you know had them through Wednesday they stalled and had some on Thursday then they stalled and um, by the time Friday night came I was exhausted and the contractions were every 15 maybe 12 to 15 minutes uh, but they would not get any closer but they were like ridiculously strong like almost making me vomit strong so we knew that something was happening because I had gone into the doctor every couple days because I have my babies really late so um according to their charts but that's just normal for me so my first two were 10 days over and this one was eight days over um and so but they have me come in and get checked so we we saw that my body was progressing these these contractions were actually doing something, but even though they weren't like finishing the job, so they, I would have long contractions, but then they'd stop. 
So, um, you know, each time I went in, it was like, hey, you're one and a half, you're three now, <laughs> whatever. And um, so Friday night came and I was having these ridiculous contractions. So I finally at three in the morning called my midwife, I have a nurse midwife. Um, so and she said, well, if they if they stall again, they just come in in the morning into the hospital and we'll see what we can do for you. Um, I had had an induction planned on Friday, like that that morning. But I was like, well, my body's already doing contractions. Like, maybe it'll go. Like, I've had my babies natural before. Like, I'd rather not have to introduce Pitocin or, you know, any type of medical intervention because I don't want to, you know, have one little bit of medical intervention, which causes another bit of medical intervention. And I didn't want to end up in a C-section or something like that. So I was like, I'm just going to wait and see, like, what happens. But after that Friday night, I was like, okay, (laughs) like, I can't take this anymore. Like, I'm going to go in. So I went in and I actually checked myself into the hospital. I left my husband at home with the kids. And so I went into the hospital and um, I felt kind of funny because I just walked in there normal because the contractions had completely stopped again and was like, I'm here for a labor check. I need to be checked. And um, so they got me, you know, checked in and everything. And when they checked me, I was a five. And I was like, so happy that I cried. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, something actually is happening because this is taking so long. So because I was a five, they decided to keep me. So um, we made a plan The um, you know, the midwife and I made a plan that we were going to break my water, see if that did anything. And then, you know, from there, we'd start Pitocin. So the little backstory, the last two months of my pregnancy, I was super sick. If you've been listening to the podcast, you may have caught a little bit of that um, on the last, you know, handful of episodes. But I was so super sick with respiratory things. I was just completely exhausted already, emotionally, mentally like physically everything was just I was completely drained and so here we are like about to have a baby and I am like really not prepared for it like I am exhausted um I love to have my babies natural I love the like the adrenaline that comes with it like I love the I my favorite part is actually pushing the baby out which you're like what Diana you're crazy no seriously I don't know what it is but I love it (laughs) it's it's really like I don't know. It, I, I, it feels good to me. Like it's exciting for me. Like the ring of fire doesn't hurt me for some reason. I don't know why. It just, I love birthing my babies. Um, labor, not so much, but birthing the babies is like, oh, this is totally why this pays off. <laughs> so anyway, we ended up breaking my water and nothing happened. My husband came at that time and no contractions started or anything. It was just like, okay, I guess we're just gonna keep uh, <laughs> sitting here. Um, and so after two hours after they popped my water, um, they said, okay, we're going to start contractions. And so the thing with my contractions was they would like, if I would get up, if I'd stand up, I'd have like a really strong contraction. If I'd sit down on the toilet, I'd have a really strong contraction. Like, so if I sat still, like if I just sat there, like nothing would happen. (laughs) So getting up and moving was like not my favorite thing ever. And so, um, I had talked to the anesthesiologist and, Um, I have had a back injury, which again, if you've listened, you've heard about that too, but I've had a back injury. Um, and so I was a little bit concerned about like sticking anything around my back injury because I didn't want to, you know, with an epidural or something like I 
didn't want to mess with my back because <laughs> I was like, I really don't want to have complications. Um, but you know, during that two hours after they popped my water, like and getting up and, um, you know, cause they had me on IV. So I was like having to pee all the time. And I was like, okay, you know what? I am so done. I, I am, you know, I know that I love having my babies natural. I know that I love the bonding experience that I have with my husband during that time. But I literally have to do what's best for me right now, like especially mentally and emotionally. Like I, I do not want to do any more of these contractions anymore. So I ended up getting an epidural, which was very interesting because it's I, you know, it's complete. This is my third kid, and so it's like totally. It was a totally new experience and a very positive one. And um, so yeah, I got the epidural, and then you know, like half an hour maybe an hour later or something in time. I don't know exact time, but they were like, okay, we're going to start the Pitocin. And they had explained to me like, you know, it takes about 15 minutes to get into your system. And then you'll probably like progress, like, you know, maybe a centimeter an hour. So I'm thinking like I have time, right? So I'm just chilling. I have like, they have me with the peanut ball. I don't know if you've ever used that or seen it, but it's like a big yoga ball that's shaped like a peanut. And it's really not that comfortable, <laughs> but it's helpful because it helps get the baby in the right position. So I was going from side to side with this peanut ball, which was really interesting with my legs that were going numb, um, trying to keep them up there. But, um, you know, trying to get the p- baby in the right position. So anyway, they get me started on Pitocin. And I'm like thinking, yeah, like I have time. Okay, it's going to be, you know, a couple hours and we'll have the baby. So they get me hooked up to the Pitocin. And I notice that me being on my left side, that my right side is not like it's losing some of its like the epidural like isn't working as much because I guess the epidural goes to where gravity goes. So if I was to stay on my left side, then the left side would be like super numb. And then like the right side would not be. So I had to like flip over, you know, every once in a while. So I was on my left side when they started. And so after like, you know, maybe 10 or 15 minutes or so, I was like, can I, I need to flip over and can I please take a break from this peanut ball? Like it's really, I've had it in for like two or three hours, like, and I would really like to just like, just chill a minute. And so they said, sure. Yeah. And they helped me turn over, which was really funny. My husband trying to help me with my legs, which really, which I was lucky that the epidural wasn't really strong, which is what I wanted. Like, I didn't want to be so numb that I couldn't even move. So I could like help a little bit, you know, which was nice. And so they have me turn over to my right side. And this is when the crazy stuff starts to happen. <laughs> so I'm on my right side, like legs together, like closed and everything. And all of a sudden I'm like, holy crap, like I have to poop like so bad. And I was like, but I know because this is my third kid that that is not poop that I'm feeling <laughs> like the pressure that I'm feeling is the baby. Okay. And so I turned to my husband and I'm like, um, you need to go get the nurse because I can literally feel the baby sliding out. Not like, not like all the way out, but like the baby is coming down the birth canal. <laughs> like you need to go get the nurse right now. And so it was funny because I was currently texting my mom, you know, just kind of like updating her like, hey, we started Pitocin like 15 minutes ago, you know, so it'll be a little while and whatever. And so the nurse comes in and checks me. And now granted, they checked me before they started the Pitocin 15 minutes earlier and I was still a five, like nothing had happened. 
And so she comes in, she checks me and she's like, oh, yeah, you're complete. You are a 10 and your baby is coming down right now. And I was like, what? So I sent a text to my mom and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm a 10 and the baby's coming out. Exclamation point. And I like sent it to her and like she didn't, you know, I don't think she quite understood. Like literally, like the baby was coming out. Like, and I I was like, oh my gosh, like this is happening right now. Like I thought I had like time. Like I, you know, and so I kind of was like freaked out. Like I was like, no, wait, no. Like I'm having the baby like right now, like right now. Like the baby's coming like right the second, like this second, not even like this minute, like this second, the baby's like coming out. And so they were like, well, your midwife isn't even here. Like we did not, we didn't expect you've been on Pitocin 15 minutes, which means like, Pretty much like all Pitocin did was like touch me (laughs) and that's all my body needed to help push it over the edge. And so they're like, we got to call up other doctors. And so they called up other doctors, which one was like really handsome. I was like, I don't know how you're not distracting every single woman that's having a baby because you were like really attractive. So don't worry. I told my husband that he totally knows. So but anyway, so they have these two other doctors come up and like all of a sudden, like I start to like shake like crazy because the adrenaline like and I've, I didn't do that with my other two kids because like, you know, when you're doing it natural, it, you can kind of like t- like as it's like progressing, it's like, OK, like we're getting closer. Like so it wasn't like a big surprise with my other two. <laughs> this was like, ta-da, we're having the baby right now, <laughs> you know. So I was like, I start shaking and I'm like, why am I shaking? Like, what is wrong with me? And they're like, oh, it's just adrenaline. You're totally fine. This is normal. And I'm like, what is happening right now? So like because I have the epidural, like we have to use the stirrups, which was not my favorite idea. Um, I've done a lot of research and it's not the best way for women to birth. Um, but because my legs were pretty numb, that was kind of our option anyway. And so long story short, my midwife did make it like she only lived five minutes away, even though there was traffic, she made it in the amount of time they got everything ready. So yeah, she came, jumped right in and we, uh, had the baby. The baby came out really easily. It didn't take very long. Um, I did actually push with contractions with my first two. Um, I actually, there was um, an article or something that I read about, and I can't remember what it's called. I'm totally going to slaughter it. But um, when you do it natural, there's like, there's like a certain moment that happens with your body where it's like, you cannot not push the baby out. Like it's, I don't know if it's like a chemical that's released. Um, but it's pretty much like pushing the baby out something. (laughs) So with doing my kids natural, the first two, they like, I mean, once it was time to push, like you couldn't not tell me to push. It was like, get out of the way. Like this is, this baby's coming out. If you like it or not, if you're here or not, (laughs) like I am pushing this baby out. And those babies came out really, really quick too. So, but this one was more interesting because I actually pushed with contractions and I could like slightly feel when contractions were coming with having the epidural. Um, And which was interesting because with the first two, I used mostly my pelvic muscles to push the baby out. Like, yeah, I used some ab muscles probably, but like it took longer for my pelvic area to heal from the natural, just, you know, just from like using those muscles. Um, and I did not, I didn't tear on all three of them, which was a blessing, which if you don't know about perineum stretches and take them very seriously, that will be your best friend to not tear. Um, I religiously do those because I really don't want to mess up that area down there. (laughs) But yeah, so I 
push the baby out and I use mostly my abs. So my abs have taken longer to heal. Um, and the pelvic area like was like almost back to normal, like really quickly, which was cool, which is just kind of interesting, the differences between. But then, so I had the baby, I pushed him out. I got to like touch his little head when he was coming out. I don't know if you've ever done that. That's pretty cool. And my husband actually was taking pictures and like snapped a couple shots of the baby coming out, which I had never thought that I would be that person to like want to see like myself birth but it was actually really cool I'm glad he took a couple pictures which they're going to be just for me sorry no sharing of that (laughs) I'm not a I don't think I'm the share your birth story like of me birthing like that's not that's totally not my my ball game but so when I pushed the baby out and they put him up on my stomach you know up on my chest and we don't know what the gender is and me and my husband have sworn up and down that it was a girl. Like I swore on everything. It, this is totally a girl. Like I've had spiritual experiences. Like, a, you know, I've, I just know that this is a girl. And so the midwife says, well, are you going to check and see like what gender the baby is? And so she lifts the baby's leg and my husband screams, like <laughs> not screams, but you know, he was like, it's a boy. And we were like, what? Are you kidding me? He's like, yep, the little boy parts there. And so I was like, in, I was like complete shock that like <laughs> it was a boy. I was like, oh my gosh, hold on. Hold on a second. And honestly, it actually took me like a couple days to like fully connect with the baby because I literally thought it was going to be a girl. And I'm like, I don't know if I like this surprise thing because I literally was so like prepped for a girl that it would like shocked me. And I like took a while for me to get used to that it was a boy. So I don't know. We'll see about the next kids if we decide to do surprise gender or not, because I almost feel like it took away from the excitement of enjoying him, if that makes sense. So we'll see. We'll have to see. And maybe next time I'll just have an expectation of being like, whatever. And I'm not even going to try to believe that it's one or the other. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Which is great that we always have the choice that we can choose in the moment later. So I don't have to make that decision right now. I can totally choose that when I'm pregnant again. (laughs) and I'm almost at 20 weeks you know it's like before I go get that ultrasound I can totally just decide then so that's great to just push some decisions aside yep yeah so stayed in the hospital recovery went well um we ended up you know coming home my parents came to stay with us um the hospital stay back up a tiny bit the hospital stay was excellent oh my gosh like seriously nurses are like the most amazing people. No, there was one that I didn't really like. <laughs> she was a little she was a little different, but everyone else was absolutely excellent. Like it was just amazing. So yeah, that that was that and then um we've brought him home. The kids had a good time meeting him um at the hospital and everything and we've had lots of help. We actually did need to do some tests on him about a week later. He was breathing really fast. So we, you know, he's had a chest x-ray, blood drawn, an ultrasound on his heart, hospitalization for a night just to monitor him. But luckily, everything came back pretty normal. There's a little bit of concern with his aorta um, that it was a little bit, uh, what's the word, dilated a little bit more than normal like at the base but it could have just been the picture whatever so in four to six months we'll go get checked out so hopefully everything is okay with that but um other than that I am feeling really good other than still being tired and I don't know if there's any way around that I take naps (laughs) but when your normal 
sleep pattern is like chopped up from getting up every two to three hours you know you can't really help that but I'm feeling really good otherwise I feel like my body is almost back to its norm-ish um we are five weeks out this last Saturday he was five weeks no 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 I'm so sorry he was four weeks this last Saturday we're coming up on five weeks so yeah and we're super excited my husband has been away we have been with family like I've said so I get to see him this Friday and you have no idea how freaking excited I am to see him oh my gosh like that is this is the longest we've ever been apart it'll be like three three and a half weeks before like since I've seen him and that is really long like we're away from each other quite often like we do trips like single like trips you know like I'll take the kids someplace he'll go on a trip business trip or I'm going to a conference and he watches the kids or whatever but this is freaking long this is a long time so yeah so anyway that is the birth story that was um my experience with little Rowan he is super cute oh and he was 19 inches and seven pounds eight ounces which was my smallest baby my other uh, two were my little girl was um 7 10 and my little boy was 8 11. so yeah we are super happy we are now a family of five i just want to thank you so much for your dedication of being here and being just awesome awesome listeners and i hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll see you next week on the mom training podcast Thank you so much for tuning into the Mom Training Podcast. If you liked what you heard, I would so appreciate a rating and review from you on any platform you listen to this on. If you have any questions or podcast ideas, you can message me on my social media at Diana Ballard Live or shoot me an email on my website. See you next week.